0: Well, hey, I'm Joy, you have reached HSV Progressive on your podcast dial, and uh, tonight I'm going to talk about uh, the latest Madison County Commission meeting, which was on the 13th of September, I believe, or was it the 6th? I'm not sure. It's in my notes, I'll let you know. And um, then the, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the 13th. Then the very next day was Huntsville City Council on the 14th of September, where a few interesting things happened. So stay tuned, I'll be right back and we'll get started. Okay, let me start by running through Madison County Commission meeting for Wednesday morning, 13th of September, 2023. All the commissioners were in attendance. Uh, we had the usual um, invocation, Pledge of Allegiance, approval of minutes, and da da da, da. Uh, We got to, there was a, anyway, down to business is about item number eight, where they were talking about funding um, the, something about funding the uh, employee's retirement system. I kind of came in a little bit in the middle of it um, and Uh, You know, whatever, however many they've got it, it it sounded in the end like they were just going to make a blanket payment to each, every retiree in the system of about $600, period. The $600 extra payment due to some fund that they found they had some money in for retirees. Well, I mean, I guess it'd be nice to get $600, uh, but it's a little bit weird. Okay. Okay. Um uh let's see ratification n- number 9. Uh this had to do with um uh, local cyber cybersecurity grant program. So this again is a case of the government is engaging with somebody to to um to write grants for them so that the that our government can get some grants from the federal government, or sometimes it's the state government, or wherever. <laughs> it's sort of amazing to me that there's a, a whole grant writing industry. Isn't it interesting? Uh, anyway, so the next item was uh, about paying somebody to do some tree mo- removal down on the Green Mountain ma- Nature Trail. I hadn't thought about this that down there Green Mountain apparently is not in Huntsville city limits. It belongs to the county and it's the county's responsibility to take care of those trails. Um, And they sounded like these were trees. You know, we did have a a bunch of wind earlier this summer and it sounded like these were trees that had fallen down and they had to be removed because the trail was ruined because of them. So uncharacteristically for me, (laughs) I'm going to say, okay, However, you know, what are they going to do with that wood? Or could you have, uh, you know, cut it, uh, taken it and put it in the same place, in the, you know, on Green Mountain, leave it where it's supposed to be. It fell where it's supposed to be um, and and allow the it to, you know, be habitat. not And not just habitat for animals and stuff, but, you know, that's going to grow an amazing, or could, it could grow an amazing amount of, Fung- fungi. Um, there's, you know, even dead trees have enormous roles to play in the local ecosystem. Um, so, I mean, it's just food for thought. Uh, the kind of things that I think about, welcome to my brain. Um, the next thing was guess what? More communications equipment for the jail, about uh, to the tune of about $6,000 an awful lot of stuff constantly for either the sheriff's training center or the jail or uh, uh, these got well okay we just got to keep an eye on it see what is going on um, then there was uh, about auctioning some um, property off and they said that they were doing this under something called the junk ordinance well that sounded entertaining but they didn't go into it any further um, then came an, uh, 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 an item to authorize the chairman to execute an agreement with the care center regarding funding. Um, I, and this is in District Three. And I'm what is the care center? I don't. I want, I. I wonder what it is. The next item was an approval of paying about a hundred. Can you get this a hundred thousand dollars for some? Um, playground equipment uh by the way this is playground equipment not being manufactured in alabama it looks to me like it's coming from wisconsin well okay it's you know at least it's domestic uh but it it, i I don't know it's just kind of like (laughs) why but anyway i don't know you know that's a lot of money to me for But I'm glad we have parks and we need playground equipment. I agree with that. You kids get outside, you know, that kind of good stuff. I think I loved being on the playground when I was a kid and probably a very good thing that I wish more kids would do nowadays. Uh, Now the next one, item 15, was to the tune of $5,000, money spent on some irrigation equipment for Worley Park in County District 3 um and they talked a little bit about this and and uh, uh one guy said that it is necessary for the park to have this well so i don't know what is at worley park but i'm just thinking this is the, you know me um could we plant more indigenous plants or you know more like indigenous grasses, and get that soil to be more permeable, and so maybe we didn't need to uh ameliorate the water source all the time that we just had the natural thing that goes on here in North Alabama going on um and, and you know with water rates going up, there' i probably going to have to pay a lot more for that sprinkler system or irrigation system. Excuse me. Um, item number 16 was about 5K for to get some concrete. Um, and this is more road projects, but this is not one that I've heard over and over again. Um, number 17. Okay, let me read this to you. Item 17, to authorize the chairman to execute an agreement with the Alabama Department of Corrections regarding inmate workforce now they're just talking mostly about um like you see the guys on the side of the road picking up garbage in their jumpers and stuff right it seems like that's what they're talking about they they want to they're just putting in an agreement so that they can get inmates to do that kind of work but somebody up there said that, you know, if you hire a, a Department of Corrections prisoners, you can you get. this is what they said, a great service at not an expensive price. <sighs> well, first of all, how capitalistic can you get? Because, uh, you know, just minimize the labor costs, that's for sure. And, and this is, a, you know, this is like the leftover slavery that we have, prison labor. I thought that was particularly thoughtless way to express their glee at having cheap labor you know look at the history of this thing please okay uh, anyway hmm then some money was spent to rent a crane to to it was about moving a culvert I think if I recall correctly. Um, then some money was approved for a senior center class. Now, this is in my district, County District 6, at the Bob Harrison Senior Wellness Advo- and Advocacy Center. Uh, this was for uh, $25 an hour for somebody to go up there and teach classes. I, uh, I I remember they mentioned yoga, but I don't think this was yoga, they were just saying that this was like how they fund the yoga classes or something like that. Um, Next item up was for graphic design services, again, for the senior center um, up in my district um, with, at $13 per hour with a maximum cap on that of $25,000. Uh, item 21, this is the Blake Bottom Road Improvement. And guess what? We've, I've already mentioned the Blake Bottom Road Improvement work. Before, it, particularly in things like buying small parcels of land for what seemed like extravagant prices in order to have it to put into this project and other improvement projects like this. Um, but so I, it's been going on for a while and this particular item was to uh, extend it for another two years. I don't know what's going on out there, okay? Um, this one, I they just read it. I don't know what it's about. Uh, it's about uh, a federal audit um, agreement with some examiners of public accounts regarding a federal audit. So heaven only knows what that's going on. Um, but item number 23, they the Huntsville Utilities, like you will find, not, so not only was Huntsville utilities a big presence at the last city council meeting they they made a pretty big presence here at the county commission um and and uh so they they did you know presentation about this that or the other thing. This item is um to authorize the chairman to execute an agreement with Huntsville utilities regarding the american rescue plan act arpa funding for home uplift program now i think they spoke uh much more tangentially perhaps about this money at the city council meeting the next night and but they got a little bit more like people asked some pointed questions and this is what i found out from listening i didn't ask questions but from listening uh, there is, there it looks sounds like there's over two hundred thousand dollars of ARPA funds, and this home uplift program. You have to go there and apply at Huntsville Utilities, ask for the Energy Services Department. So it's for people with homes who um, maybe you know aren't rich. <laughs> Hello, uh, who need uh, some help um weatherizing you know increasing the energy efficiency of their house i think that possibly they, there's maybe even money for heat pumps and stuff like that uh but definitely he mentioned things like windows weather stripping insulation ladies and gentlemen i'm going to go down there and see if i can get some money and get some help at this house uh to to just improve my weather, uh, energy efficiency um, so, you wait, you guys get in line behind me, okay? But there's that, it's the Home Uplift Program, and it's the Energy Services Department at Huntsville Utilities that you have to go to and ask for this, okay? You heard it here. Um, item number 24 is road improvement on Monroe Road. Uh, this was from water, so it's probably they're redoing culverts and whatever, like sewage, right? Uh, or water mains, both that goes both ways. Um, number, uh, number 27 was the private work. Uh, well, let's see, 24 and 25 and 26 were all from the water department. So it, it, these, it, it's that kind of stuff. Some different things, you know, that the water guys need and, you know, I'm kind of on the side of the water people cause that's civilization. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, then 27 was the private work report. I, uh, let me just reiterate to remind you, that's uh, a report on the money uh, uh, and services that, and the money that the county received from private individuals for the county doing work for them. <laughs> God, that sounds like, that sounds like public works not private works. Anyway, they never ever disclose what they did or how much money they paid, were paid. It's always just red, yep, okay, it's here, and it's red in, in, in the packet. They never talk about what's on it at all. So I wouldn't say it's the most transparent thing ever. Um, they took, because, I guess because the Huntsville Utilities guys kind of kept them long, they took a recess, and, uh, um, and, um, um and, uh, let's see well item twenty eight the next item is uh, a work session regarding fiscal year uh, next year's fiscal year budget and and the guy did say physical year again but okay whatever you know people are people they're just weird um but the fiscal year we're got, got a lot of budget stuff coming up huntsville uh, huntsville city council also has a work um a, a session this week for their uh looking at their budget too they talked about that we'll get there um and let's see then we had some bid recommendations uh for for a, a pickup truck and that somebody said that the bid came in at it it's like sixty six thousand dollars and the county commissioners there were a few of them that went you know, oh, holy cow, you know, when we bought that, like, four years ago, it was half that much, you know, so, um, man, automobiles, wow, so here we are, we're almost at the end here, because, um, well, anyway, so the subdivision stuff, um, and I, I like to read these and let you know how many lots they're talking about <sighs> out in the county, building more subdivisions, building more uh, residences, more single family on great big lots and mow all the trees down. And you know how I feel about that. Um, so, but I did want to say, you know, I, I usually read the lots off as they are in the, in the agenda as they came up. And this week it was uh, 63 lots at something called Solon farms. In fact, it's Solon farms at Beaver dam. Well, I bet there's no farms there or a beaver dam there anymore. Hmm. Uh, the next one was 91 lots at Highland Trails, six lots at Butler Road, um, Windhurst Manor, 53 lots, Ivy Hills, 52 lots. Um, but there's no ivy on those hills anymore either. But anyway, what I wanted to say is I usually just glom all those together and I just want to clarify a little bit here. Uh, Frequently, the first ones are just being proposed and then they'll come back up at the next meeting, okay? Um, So, it probably, I've probably read the same thing to you twice. So, it kind of sounds like twice as many lots. I don't care. This is still a lot of development, even at at half the price, okay? Um, And what is it? It's just sprawl, 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 sprawl. And in particular, this is where people who don't want to have to uh, obey um, uh, zoning requirements in the city, go live out in the county where they have no zoning requirements. So they can do, they really can do whatever they want to on their property. There is no, nothing. Now, there's not a whole heck of a lot of protections for anybody or anything. But with the zoning requirements in the city, either those zoning requirements need to be rewritten to actually protect and preserve, and uh, and and change um, you know change our focus to something that's more uh, future focused and less sprawl and cars everywhere and and that kind of stuff. The zoning laws need to be changed in the city, but you know i lived out in the country when i was uh came back to the states we got a little farm out near ardmore and people just do whatever the hell they wanted to out there just i'm serious and we did it to our property too you know somebody had we had a, a little um i'm going to tell you the truth uh back th- we had 40 acres um, my, uh, my mother started, uh, goat dairy and was making cheese there. And, um, many of you has probably heard of it, but I won't name it cause whatever. Uh, um, and on the, our 40 acres uh, on the back quarter of that property, uh, we had a, a, a creek running through there. Okay. Um, well, but it, there we, we're just out in the County. Hello people you know a cheese factory uses a lot of water and and, um, and and what do you do with the whey you that's not that's the part that you're not using for the cheese what do you think people the cheese factories do with the whey they've got to get rid of it well our cheese factory just had a pipe that went out to the pasture pointed at the creek and all of that stuff just got emptied out into the pasture that's what we were doing out in the county. Does that sound like a good idea to you guys? I didn't even know that that's what was going on. I'd kind of gone off, uh, by the time they were doing the cheese factory, I'd gone off to college and I came back and one day I was walking around the pasture and I found that, I was like, what the heck is that? And you know, I found out that's what we did with our waste from the cheese plant. Right there, point out in the open for everybody other thing that we did when we moved there somebody you know there was a creek running through the back of our property and um we tended to have floods so somebody had thrown up these great big lovely uh swales or berms you know um and they were covered those there were two big rows of them across the big pasture in front of or a little slightly uphill from the creek big huge swales and it slowed the water down slowed the water down so there was not so much erosion not so much runoff of course we had uh, we tended when there was a flood or something yeah we had lakes out there practically okay um that's what, it, what they were supposed to do slow it down no erosion huge berms covered with blackberries as it turns out of course blackberries are not indigenous but man did i go out there and pick blackberries <sighs> heaven hog, hog heaven um but anyway my stepdad just was like uh nope we're just gonna you know get the, the tractor out and flatten those and get rid of those so uh i guess so that uh, you know the cheese plant could exhaust right into that creek basically you know you can do anything you want to Okay. I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I am not. Um, Do you think, you know, I guess you have to um, uh, be okay with, uh, what's it, ADEM, Alabama Department of Environmental Management, I think is what that stands for. But if somebody's got to report you for ADEM to even come and look and guess what? ADEM doesn't even show up half the time and they don't seem to care very much. We did an episode about that uh, f landfill fire that's I, for all i know still going on oh jeepers you know t- uh, just obnoxious stuff has Adam done something about that i doubt they've done anything about it still um anyway so i am not gonna say i think that uh zoning needs to go away we need to rewrite them totally so that they're more future-focused and more realistic for the future, and we get a lot of a lot more density and multifamily dwellings, and, and we need to vote out these people who don't like tall buildings in all of these offices and and, and get some people in community planning and urban planning and stuff like that who understand that things can, are not going to stay the way they have been forever. Hey. <sighs> Um, anyway, so I, 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 I uh, that all came from, you know, I, I probably, you probably have the impression that, uh, uh that about twice as many lots have been per, per built out there. If you've been listening to my lot counts, I apologize for that. It's still a lot of lots. Okay. This one that I just reported about proposed lots at Solon Farms at Beaver Dam, 63, proposed lots at Highland Trails Phase 2, 91, proposed lots at Butler Road Subdivision, six lots. Now in two weeks, we'll probably heal those same numbers and names, and those will be final, okay? This week, we got final six lots at Butler Road Subdivision, Now that could be the same as the one previous to it, okay? (laughs) They read just exactly. So maybe that is the final, Uh, but this is different. Uh, But in other words, in one meeting, they did the proposed and the final. But if I read that as six lots and six more lots, that sounds like 12 lots, but it would have only been six lots, right? Windhurst Manor phase two, final 53 lots. And I think I've read that 53 lots a few weeks ago, right? Ivy Hills, phase six, final 52 lots, that I'm sure I read that before a couple of weeks ago that they were proposing the 52 lots every once in a while. And I usually do report that they do the proposed and final at one meeting. Probably, you know, there's some justification like the builder needs to get that done so that the bank will loan them some money. But who knows if that's really the justification it sounds good right uh, but who you know these developers and their suits are in and out of these offices so who kn- really knows you know we need to be in and out of those offices and see if we can find out um okay anyway, so then we had item uh, uh, yeah <laughs> um uh, So in talking about the uh, expenditures for the county uh, for April, May, and June, they got into a little bit of a discussion about (laughs) all of the growth in the county causing them to have problems keeping up their garbage cart supply. And they talked about how they try to mend as many as they can, they've got spare parts, but you know, they're built, look, they're building all of these properties and they're having a hard time getting garbage carts to all of these guys, as you can imagine. And anyway, they also, there was some guy up there who said something about, well, only the people who are making garbage should have to pay for the garbage service and i can remember in, in my naive youth that i felt that way too you know are you kidding me why would we have to pay for somebody else's garbage to get picked up you guys taking care of the garbage we create is part of being living in a civilized community so yes Everybody pays for garbage pickup, whether they live out there and create garbage or not. that is the right way for things to be in my humble opinion, okay um, okay, so yeah this bu- the, anyway, so uh uh budget adjustments came after that um I don't know I don't seem to have notes on that, but then uh came public comments um. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Where are we going? Here we go. What's this over here? No, I already looked at that. There we go. Blah blah blah. Twenty nine and yeah. The this my yeah. They had some changes to the agenda that are not reflected properly in my notes. So I'm a little bit. But anyway, the only thing that was left were public comments and commissioners' comments. But they'd gone kind of long for the county commission meeting because the Huntsville utilities stopped, talked for a while, you know, like they've been doing it at city council also. And so the um, commissioners had really, I don't think anybody had any comments (laughs) at all, maybe a couple of, you know, niceties, but they got out of there just as fast as they could when they reached that point. (sighs) Okay. And I'm going to get out of this topic as fast as I can now that I've reached this point. And I'm going to take a little break and I will be back and we'll dig into the um, Huntsville City Council meeting from the 14th, where indeed maybe you'll find a few things of interest that happened. Hang on. I'll be right back. Here we go. I may not get through this whole meeting without taking another break. You'll just (laughs) have to roll with me, okay? Um, So let's see, the usual, uh, what we're talking about is September 14th, 2023, uh, a regular meeting of the Huntsville City Council. Um, And uh, they start with the usual, usual, usual invocation, Pledge of Allegiance, approval of the agenda, approval of the minutes from the previous meeting. Could I read that any faster? I don't think so. Uh, Then we got um, the uh, special recognitions from the mayor. Somebody got a life-saving medal. Um, I still, I'm jealous. I never got a life-saving medal when I saved that guy from drowning, ever. But anyway, I guess that has to be, I just have to, you know, have an internal justification for doing it, and not because I will get a medal, and I'm not a police officer. Um uh, the, then they had a presentation highlighting Huntsville Music Month, which many of you probably have figured out is going on because there's all kinds of stuff, concerts in the park and Women's Music Week. Uh, and and was I think that was last week or maybe it's this week and just stuff going on all over town. This because we're in the middle of Huntsville Music Month. Um, we can uh, um, do, um, like I heard them point this out, on um, Housing for Huntsvillians, a uh, new podcast, go check it out. Um, they're trying to uh, work on housing our unhoused population. Um, I got to talk to Love Huntsville this past weekend briefly about the situation. Um, I'm sure that you'll be hearing more from me about homelessness in our city. Um, but the the people on hun- uh, Housing for Huntsvillians... Pointed out that boy, we have a we have a, a a a commissioner of music in this city, but no commissioner for taking care of house, ho, ho, homeless people. And here we go; they're taking so Huntsville High School was down there at, at um, city council meeting. They were outside for a while playing some music, uh, good stuff, fun kids, everything. They all came inside. They got some recognition. Uh, as part of this uh, Huntsville Music Month. And we came to find out that they are flying to uh, London. Huntsville High School uh, is going to represent Huntsville in London. I believe it was for the New Year's Parade this year, or I guess maybe that's next year. Um, And uh, they're flying 200 people to London for this. I'm happy, you know, good, they're getting exposure. But, you know, we do have a climate crisis. It is caused by uh, 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 large amounts of fossil fuel burning. The carbon footprint of flying 200 people to London is enormous. I don't know why that has to happen. I'm sorry, I really don't. <clears throat> Call it sour grapes if you want to, because I don't get to go to London. But I wouldn't go to London anymore. I've had more than my fair share of flying around the world. More than my fair share. I am not flying anymore, okay? Um, I don't see any problem with having a vacation right here there's plenty to do right here holy moly um anyway they also had a presentation in support of cyber national cyber summit um roman numerals 14 and a cyber week proclamation and they talked a little bit about how excited they are about how much um you know development software development Goes on here in the Huntsville area, and I know I have a lot of students that are doing computer science at um at Uah or other places um, so yeah it's a it's a big deal. I hope it's for the good um, and then the d a r daughters of the American Revolution came in and did a presentation. Uh, for Constitution Week. Because um, uh, it's been, it's like this is the week of the year when the Constitution got signed, or something like that. I used to be in the DAR. Actually, you can't say you used to be in the DAR. Once you're in the DAR, you're in the DAR. I just haven't paid dues in, I don't know, 40 years. So I don't think I'd be very welcome. But. <laughs> I qualify. I don't want to have anything to do with them. I couldn't believe one time when I was younger. I went to the national convention of the D.A.R. in Washington D.C. I was a flag bearer, and of course we, the delegate delegation from Alabama. Um, I think there were three of us young girls that went, and then our you know, the our delegates went, and um, we hung out with the delegates one night in their room. And they said awful things. Awful, I'll just say, they were awful racist things. And I never wanted another thing to do with them. That's the truth. So, you know, maybe all power to them, they've gotten a whole lot better. But they lost me. Period. Uh, Then there was a presentation um, of OBGYN Cancer Awareness Month proclamation. And I I got the feeling that uh, Tommy Battle was a little bit embarrassed to have to read about uh, obstetric gynecological stuff when he was up there, which was worth it. (laughs) Okay, then the council had some special recognitions. Um, uh, In particular, one gentleman that Bill Kling said had contributed a lot to the city. I have no idea who he was. Um, He had passed away. And so they gave the presentation to um i think his widow and their daughter were there to accept it and it was you know pretty heartrending um then there was uh, some uh, eagle scout stuff too with um john meredith um and let's see then on to um oh here this is good they along to pres- announcements and presentations. There was only one presentation. It was on the proposed service changes of parking and transit, uh, parking and public transit department, about some um, new routes or uh, or changing routes of uh, the public uh, trans- transportation. And I am very happy to tell you that. Not only will they be having a hearing on the 20th of September that you can go to in person to give them your ideas and your feelings about the proposals or or whatever you think they should be doing, but they are also going to put it on their website so that us regular mortals who, you know, have to work our butts off um, might have uh, an opportunity to go and put comments on the website um about what we how we feel about the new routes or etc you get my drift so um we'll have to keep an eye out for that we'll keep an eye out for that and see if i can find a link when it comes up um that's coming right up though this hearing again is on the 20th and I'm recording this on the 18th of September. So I, if I can find where these web comments, a link, I will put it in the show notes. So have a gander at the show notes if I can find it. And if anybody else does find it and I don't, uh, maybe you could send it to me. Again, you can reach me on Facebook in the group Huntsville Progressive Letter Writers. okay? Um, okay, anyway. Then came um, blah, 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 that nothing under uh, legal stuff. Uh, And then we ran through these public hearings to be held. They're just, uh, 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 well, anyway, um, the first one was uh, a private subdivision. Um, uh, 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 This is what it says, okay? A public hearing on an ordinance regarding a private subdivision, the Enclave at Trailhead. For approval by City Council pursuant to Section 10.4.6 of the City of Huntsville Zoning Ordinance. Um, uh, so, uh, um, I, I don't. I don't even get. Aren't all the subdivisions private? I don't. You know. I don't get it. So, for uh, maybe there's just uh, maybe it's a vanity thing to call it a private subdivision. But uh, the, so they're uh, they're. Approving, I don't uh, approval of what? Uh, all it says, pursuant to this subsection, um, so uh, of the zoning ordinance. I don't exactly know why that had to be open for discussion, and nobody stood up to discuss it. Um, uh, I, other than, um, I, I think you know, Shane Davis maybe stood up and put a, 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 a image up on the on the screen for where it was. Um, I do seem to recall that, but I didn't make any notes, but I think there were trees all over the place, of course. Um, uh, so the rest of the public uh, hearings to be set were about zoning or rezoning. So here we go. I'm, uh, um, um, the first one was for the zoning of about one acre um, on the west side of Old Big Cove Road. The west side of Old Big Cove Road. I feel like, Old Big Cove Road runs east-west, mostly, so I, but I think there is a curve in it, um, so I would have, I didn't know that any of that was not in Huntsville, but it could be, it totally could be, uh, probably filling in a gap, and they're uh, zoning it. Guess what? Residence 1B, no density, okay, so there, it's it's probably an acre lot that somebody want, wants to or already has a single family dwelling on. Um, and they're just going to get uh, public services from the city. Uh, the next one was a zoning, again, of about one acre. Uh, now, this one looks at, like maybe it's out towards, uh, uh, um, what do you call that city next to us? Madison? Yeah, that one. Uh, it's, and this one is, uh, is going to be zoned... Um, highway business C4 district. Um, So uh, I just want to, highway business C4, that's, you know, you can have retail and offices also. And you know what else you can have in C4? You can have dense multifamily dwellings, kind of like I'm thinking like they have um, downtown where, you know, the ground floors are businesses and then there are lofts above it uh, and apartments above some of them. Uh, or, um, like out at Providence, you got down on the ground floor, you got restaurants and businesses and some of the, um, um, build up, uh, you know, upper floors are, are offices. And some of them, I think are apartments, some out there, right? Uh, like that. But I just want to just put this bee in your bonnet so you can listen for this. Uh, when they do highway C4, um, uh, business C4 district, um, you know, about half the time, they the people come in and, and they go, oh, but we're going to give you a plat restriction and swear that we're not going to build multifamily stuff there. So they only want it for the ground floor stuff. And everybody just is like, there couldn't be anything worse than, oh, my God, some apartments near me or that they even exist in the city or whatever. Guys, you this... Ugh! Uh, Okay, I'll calm down. No, I won't. Okay, anyway. Um, So then the next three items were rezoning. The first one was a rezoning of about 300 acres from um, Residence 1 District to Residence 1A, Residence 1B, and here you go, Residence 2 and Residence 2A districts. So the twos, I think, mean that you could put, like, uh, townhomes on there. Okay, it's not, it's a tiny bit denser, tiny, um, or possibly the twos mean that the lots are smaller so that I, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure we need to totally rewrite the zoning codes anyway. Okay. Uh, the next one was about 130, 40 acres. Um, they were, uh, changing the zoning from light industry district to residents to be district and no, sorry. It used to be light Industry district and residence 2 be district, and they're changing it to again, the Highway A Business C4 district. I didn't hear anything about a plat restriction, but you got to listen for those things cuz they'll say, "Oh, we promise." You know, like it's the worst thing in the world that you might have some apartment buildings on your in your line of sight. But you know, people that cannot afford to live here either wind up on the street or what do you want? They have to live way far away, have this huge commute, uh, they fall asleep, have wrecks during their commute, or they're just polluting to death with those huge c- commutes. We've just got to start thinking differently, okay? Uh, the last one was a rezoning of it's about four acres, and they um, are rezoning it. Um, from research park district to highway business c4 district um and this is uh, some land near the uh i think it's near the um orion amphitheater so that somebody's wanting to put some um businesses in there to get people's money and sales tax revenue and stuff um it'd be great if uh if they put some uh, um apartments there however it, it might be loud for when things are going on at Orion. Uh, So I don't know. Uh, next came the agenda related public comments. Um, Dr. Somerset stood up again and complained about the lack of transparency. Um, and, um, on the Huntsville utilities proposed water rate, um, increase. Um, and, and she got, got, you know, anyway, um, she made the point that, uh, it is their job. They have the job at Huntsville Utilities to do the math and get it right and tell us what's going on. It's not our job. She's a doctor. She doctors all day. Then she feels like she's got to come home and decipher what they've done and figure out what their math and what they're not telling us. Um, and so uh, she did go through the changes that were coming that they talked about pretty soon here. Um, like, and I don't understand, it, it's like they had a first 3,000 gallons, certain a certain rate, then the next 3,000 gallons, a certain rate, and then it used to be the next 6,000 gallons you got at a certain rate. Well, so this next 6,000 gallons got changed to the next 9,000 gallons. So I have, I think that's some pandering, um, to people, you know, like, um, industry that uses maybe a lot of water, um, to keep that lower rate tier for longer, for more gallons. Because then the next tier used to start at 12,000 gallons, and now it's going to start at 15,000 gallons. So they they sort of put in some measures, as we'll talk about it, I'm sure. But, you know, last time I told you, they're talking about trying to make it more usage-based so that you get rewarded if you use less water. Of course, people who are getting money by you paying them for using m- water are not all that motivated to reward you for using less water. They actually really want your money. They don't care that you can't afford it. They just want your money, you know. That's, hello, welcome to capitalism. Even at Huntsville Utilities, which is a public utility, but the board of directors comes in, dee, 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 dee Man, those people are not us. They're not us, I'm telling you. So I don't know that they understand what we go through, okay? They're not working class people. Uh, Okay, I'm just going by appearances. So, you know, you can't... I I could be wrong. Totally could be wrong. Anyway, so Dr. Somerset kind of stood up and was uh, very upset about uh, the lack of transparency... Um, and the, sort of hiding the math that they're doing and, uh, and trying to make it look like it's not a 35% rate increase on your water bill, okay? <sighs> then somebody who's a big, uh, excited about that new skate rink that they broke ground on, I guess, this past week, um, down at John Hunt Park, uh, uh, um stood up and talked about this skate rink and how happy they were about. Um, Then uh, somebody who's an employee of the city, I didn't catch her name, but she stood up and talked about some items on the agenda having to do with cost of living, uh, coal increases, and annual um, salary increases, maybe their merit increases, maybe they're just, you know, hardwires, I don't know, longevity increases, and she talked about how they're sort of, um, out of sync, like, like the regular employees, um, get, miss one of these things, sort of, and so the management is getting more money. They get the, uh, and two increases where the the regular workers were only getting one or something like that. And you know, it's interesting, like if you give um somebody a, a percentage increase, and then later after you did that, now they've got that new salary. So later on when you give them a percentage of their salary increase again, and maybe it's a cola increase, but it's based on the new percentage. Of the new salary. So that's a bigger raise than somebody who didn't get it at two different times. See? Hmm. So she's just pointing out that there's something that she didn't um, like the way that the upper uh, grades were getting raises and she felt it was unjust. And I kind of wonder if she's still employed, honestly, that somebody from the city had the gumption to come down there and tell the city that, that she didn't approve of it. Um... And so but it wasn't very long cuz the very next thing that comes um in the well not the very next thing, I take that back. Um uh let's see. That was public com No, it is the very re- next thing. I'm sorry. I was right. The very next thing after agenda related public comments are the co- uh comments from the mayor and the then the and then the council people. And so it only you know the mayor ca- talked right after her. And, um, he, <laughs> uh, first of all, he had to, t- he talked about, um, you know, 9-11 having happened and, uh, it was, you know, on Monday and they had uh, some ceremony somewhere. And, um, I was, I know, I remember when it happened. I remembered how, when I said, you guys are going crazy beating this patriotic drum. Um, you know, I got a lot of hate off of a lot of people for not, you know, being crazy, Red, white, and blue. Let's go blow up everybody. Type stuff, um, uh, and uh, well, anyway, uh, so he talked about 9/11 and how uh, we're guarding an- against another terrorist attacked, attack. Attack. Um, well, anyway, um, and then he started answering this employees' issue about the pay raises. And uh, and first he said, how you pay people is always an issue. Well, that's probably true. And I wouldn't, you know, what's your point? And then he said this, and it, uh, it cracks me up. But also, it's like, like I don't know who he thinks. Uh, well, I know who he thinks. He's thinking that management is listening to him. And they're going to love this, okay? Uh, but you know, there's a lot more workers than there are management. So you guys, we got to vote. We Workers of Huntsville unite. We need somebody representing us, okay? Because this is what Tommy Battle said about the fact that management gets bigger increases than the workers do. He said, you're no better than your management. Now, I can, you know, to me, that just sounds ridiculous because you and I know who does the work. And you and I also know that half the time management gets in the way more than they're helpful. You know, we know what we got to do. We know how to do it. You know, why do I have to blah, blah, blah. Anyway, but you got to admit, if you're a member of management, you loved hearing him say that. You're no better than your management. He's justifying bang management more right there because you need the best management for your department to work well. Oh, my gosh. There's so many things uh, that happen that are just, like... It just is so awful-sounding. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, that's what he had to say, Um, and uh, I've told that story a few times, and it's getting less funny every time and makes my stomach hurt. Uh, Um... The uh, Devin Keith made the point when his time came to talk that the, they, that this what they were these raises were only in the introductory section of the agenda, so they're not being voted in this that week. They were only being introduced to be uh, voted on later, and they will have to be voted on very soon. So probably they'll come back up. And on the 28th at next city council meeting um, they have to be voted on very soon because uh, October 1st if I'm not mistaken is the new fiscal year so they got to get this done or maybe not have any reason Um, but he did make that very careful distinction which means that you know he's kind of like saying we could look into this before we approve it okay Uh, David little said that he'd been hanging out with the utilities guys and they'd been talking about getting natural gas up on the mountain and the difficulties there i just want to point out to you guys this methane natural gas is methane it's an awful um in and of itself before it even gets burned so it you know and you know it does leak you know um, it's an awful greenhouse gas. It's like, what is it? 80 times more potent than carbon dioxide. Fortunately, it's shorter lived, but still that's kind of not made up for in the 80 times more greenhouse, uh, effect causing. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm trying, I've got a, a natural gas methane burner in my house for heat. I'm trying to get off of that. Um, uh, we'll find out how we do this winter, right? Um, So I don't know why they want... Why do they want to try to get... If there's a bunch of trouble getting it up on the mountain, why do they want to do that? Uh, And honestly, why don't we just leave it in the ground, you know? But this methane is what's being fracked in our country. So, you know, it's all rah-rah-sis-boom-bah for, you know, USA. Um, Let's see, then... uh, uh Bill Kling, uh, I oh the only thing I really caught that he talked about was the uh monument to the um um desegregation of Huntsville City schools by uh, Sonny Hereford several gen- a couple of generations back and um and how we needed to take care of that, which I totally do agree. That is definitely something that needs to be looked after and straightened out um and invested in. Um oh my gosh. Okay. Jenny Robinson. Let me think. Yes, this is what it was. When Dr. Somerset spoke, she used the word scam. She accused Huntsville Utilities of running a scam and that she had to back that off. They almost uh, um, uh, shut her down because of it. And she was like, "I uh, let me take that back and rephrase it. Um, and and so you know she got some kickback from the city council about you, you know you know there's these rules do you want to hear them let's see speakers shall refrain from entering into dialogue with city council members or city staff and from making comments regarding the good name and character of any individual and so they felt I think that 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 saying the word scam um, was um, a, a besmirchment of some Uh, somebody's good character, okay? And so they almost shut her down, but she backed it off. But the upshot of this is, of course, when we get around to Jenny Robinson's comments, uh, she's brought this up before, all about how we, uh, all of this civility crap, okay? And it's crap. And hopefully that doesn't get, I think crap is an okay word for me to use and keep this on a, a family rating. Um... So this the, the powers that be, when they start saying stuff about civility, they're saying that they want you to be quiet and not cause problems with the status quo. Ladies and gentlemen, let us remember that uh, our job is to get into some good trouble. And if that means being uncivil, more power to you. I am right behind you. I am next to you. I'm in front of you. Because I'm angry and I say all sorts of things all the time. Um, So, yeah. And she's brought that up before. And here she is. The first chance she gets to start preaching to us again about civility. Don't listen to it. It's a ploy. Okay? Um, Then finally, um, John Meredith spoke. He talked about an, an, uh how um, Stanley from Stanley Builders, uh, like the grandfather or something, had passed away. <sighs> then came the finance committee report. Um, and a, a, a little bit of discussion here taught, was to about because what they're having a work session this week about the new budget for next year. And they had some back and forth about whether the the um, work session should would allow for public comment. So a couple of city councilmen wanted public comment. Jenny Robinson was dead set against it. Um, I can't remember everybody's input, but I remember that Jenny Robinson was pretty much dead set against allowing any public comment. This is what she said. She said, uh, we don't need public comment except from the people who have already contacted us to communicate with us before the work session. So I don't know about you, but do you are you down there at City Hall talking to city councilors all the time? Um, I do sometimes write them letters, which I don't usually get answers from about things that I think would be good ideas. Um, uh, but you know who is down there all the time talking to city councilors, the suits going in and out, in and out, in and out city hall. You can sit down there and watch them. The suits going in and out and in and out of city hall. Those are the people that she's talking about. They're going to be there anyway, so she can get the input from them. Those are the people she wants to hear from the status quo people. We're not down there. <laughs> the working class is busy working, you know? We're not the management class. So, uh, yeah, that's what she's saying. It's, you know, the public is free to come in and have comments with her before the work session. And that's the public she wants to hear from. Get it? Um, and Let's see. Yeah, they backed off and said, I think, ultimately, that there would be no public comments at the work session. Um, the budget, I mean, the expenditures that they approved that night were in the order of $51 million. Um, and they did say that they will have the budget approved at the next city council meeting, which is right before the 1st of October. So they're working on it, I'm sure, right now. The next thing was a resolution... No, hang on a second. No, yeah, this was here. There was a resolution about uh, approving some um, travel for John Meredith, and I think there was some travel also for David Little. And and what did uh, Jenny Robinson said in discussion here? She wanted to say, I want to talk about this, so it will be on the public record. <laughs> Don't you see the high irony there that, or the contradiction? Uh, some things she wants on the public record. Other things, she does not want you down there talking about in a way that everybody could hear it. It's fine for you to write her a letter, email her, come to her office even, phone her, or any of the city council or anybody in city government. But some things she wants on the public record... Um, it's uh, uh, announced at city council an awful lot of stuff she doesn't and she gets to be the arbiter of that apparently you know she knows what should be because I guess she's got that civility thing going on okay Uh, board appointments to be voted on and the board appointment nominations we had all kinds of things flying by Uh, animal services um but beautification board like at least four beautification board things um here's somebody for board of equalization of madison county i don't know what that is Do you guys um board of examinations and appeals for construction industries i can imagine what that is a couple of those three of those (coughs) burrett memorial committee couple three four of those City Tree Commission. I know somebody on the City Tree Commission. A biologist. Holy cow. It almost sounds like somebody that belongs on a tree commission. I need to find out what the City Tree Commission is doing. And I, maybe I'll have her on the podcast. Um, because you know how I am about the trees. Uh, so anyway, and then find, that's like three people for the City Tree Commission. Um, and then one Huntsville-Madison County Airport Authority uh, person. So these are nominations. Uh, There was only one, I think. Where's that page? Yeah, there was only one of these that was actually voted on. The rest of these were nominations. That's why there were several for the same place. Um, Although there often are more, more than one seat to be filled. So it could be that they're all legitimately, we need three new people for the Tree Commission, for instance. Uh, Well, so then the next thing that happened was the um, Huntsville Utilities items. And um, so we got yet another very long (sighs) (sighs) description from Huntsville Utilities about what is going on with this water rate. And I think that maybe (sighs) that's time for me to take another break and I will be back, okay? Hang on. Let's get into it. Okay, after taking a little break, um, I what I, you know, we talked an awful lot about the Huntsville utility things last time. Um, they did modify their plan uh, uh, rates hike. It's still a rate hike. It will be going into effect on the first of October. I understand. They did vote it in. The final thing. It sounded like John Meredith was the the city council person who was kind of assigned the task of um, sitting down with uh, Huntsville City. Uh, I mean, sorry, Huntsville Utilities, and hammering out some of the details. Um, the the um, I already told you about how they're breaking the levels differently than they were, which sounds kind of like reverse engineering keeping the rate structure the way they actually wanted it. Um, and um, they did, you know, last time we talked about how and particularly Bill Kling but also I think Devin Keith um, uh, also talked about uh, not wanting a big um, um, increase on the access fee, which you have to pay, that's a flat fee every month you have to pay. Um, instead, having that increase be much smaller and then increase rates on, on the people who used more water, which, of course, tends to be industry, which are the people with power because they have money, uh, because da, da 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 you know. And uh, so I... I It is true that the access fee did not go up up as much as they had proposed, um, but it did go up. And uh, uh, exactly how the rate increases uh, fell, um, the people who have a separate um, uh, uh, meter for their sprinkler system, the separate meter... um, basically means that you don't have to pay sewage on that water uh so there was a a little bit of concern about well you know if that separate usage uh that bumps you up into the next tier of usage because you're using so much water maybe those people would uh take that meter out and just go to the lower tier for i don't know how it's going to be lower uh, but but a unless they're, anyway, it goes on and on like that. Our water rates are definitely going up. They voted them in. Um, and I don't know how much more I can say about that. I will say that, um, after their presentation and we had a little bit of back and forth and talking and Jenny Robinson thanked John Meredith for working so hard to work all of the kinks out. Um, and, um, John Meredith you know and they kind of were effusive all over the Huntsville uh, Utilities Board and and uh, and this guy who's the chairman of the board who comes in and talks and and just how great they are and Meredith made a point again on of saying that um that when Dr. Somerset said the word scam it was completely inappropriate no 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 they think that this guy is fabulous and a wonderful and a prince among men um After the utilities all passed for the the water, um, the whole entourage from the Huntsville Utilities uh, Board of Directors, uh, which was only about six people this time, whereas last time it had to have been about 14 people or something, they all got up and left because that's all they wanted to stay for. Um, So that brings us to... Let's see. The other things under Huntsville Utilities is... There was um, some expenditures approved uh, by the city for uh, gas, uh, for water, and for electric. Um, And I mean, these, uh, the uh, this, it looks like it's um, getting prepared for next year's budget, because it's things like. um, material purchasing, outside services, labor, transportation, and other expenses as outlined in the budget for the electric department, for instance, for fiscal year 2024 at a total estimated cost of $62,250,284. No, I gotta say it right. I learned how to say these big numbers in grade school. 62 million. dollars $215,285, for instance. The one for the gas was uh, only in the 5000000 and the one for water was in uh, the thirty millions. dollars um, So those were uh, 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 resolutions for the mayor to approve the budget work orders, you know. So for budgeting for Huntsville Utilities for next year. Oh, man, it's a lot of money. Anyway, uh, legal art, uh, legal department items. There was a vacation of easement. That is all. We talked about these before. Stone Mart Sector 8 on Skylark Drive. Maybe you know. Maybe that's near you or something. You're interested. Um, then came item 19, which is unfinished business items for action. Um, So these are supposed to get acted on at this point, right? So let's see. Oh, yeah. So then we had another great big long presentation by David Little about uh, wanting to um, introduce new laws for the municipality uh, for penalties on people that get caught driving and looking at their cell phone. Now, I agree that that's a very dangerous thing to do and I think you guys should quit it, okay? Please, you know, it's very dangerous and David Little had a horror story to tell about how he'd gotten in a wreck with a guy um who with his whole family in his in his car apparently with a guy who was distracted and was looking at his um at his phone and so he had to swerve because he didn't see the person in front of him was stopped and he swerved and had a head on with David, with his whole family in the car. David was the only one that got seriously injured and he was seriously injured. Intensive care, not working for uh, weeks on end, he told the whole story. Uh, It's real. Um, And I do believe, you know, when I took driver's ed, (laughs) it's getting to be a long time ago, but I remember it. Top of the coach at Butler High School, The football coach, (laughs) Um. (laughs) what a great teacher. Anyway, um, uh, you know, we were told then that 50% of all accidents were uh, alcohol related. And I do believe that that's completely been replaced by 50% of all accidents are now cell phone distraction type related stuff. It was a long presentation. He, get, he, he had a lot of, uh, these are the exceptions, this is what you're allowed to do, this is what you're not allowed to do, this is what the fines are, this is what we'll do, this is what the police are allowed to do, da-da-da-da-da, on and on and on, lots of details. Um, and I, I that was particularly interesting that uh, it, it's things like either you will get a $100 fine or you have to spend 10 days in jail. The scale of those two things, are do you get tremendously different? Do you have a hundred dollars, or you'll have to spend ten days in jail? The, I don't. The, I was just completely. Maybe I misunderstand, but that just completely blew me away, in, in the idea that if you're, if you're that if you're really destitute. Man, we're locking you up. How do you like that? Really. And the, and if you have just a little bit of money, we're going to let you pay money. But if you're really destitute, you're going away. If you had a job to try to get yourself undestitute, you won't have it after you had to spend 10 days in jail. It ain't happening. Um, uh, y- y- you know, on and on, uh, I made several uh, notes here, but um, uh, ultimately, I think they put this off and did not vote on it, even though this is item 19 stuff, which are bus- unfinished business items for action. Okay? You know, which means this is what happened. Last time they had city council, we didn't talk about this, did we? Because it was buried in item 20 somewhere, and it, it just went through on the voice vote. And then it got bumped up to item 19, to items for action. They have to vote on it now. So we didn't talk about it last time. Here it is right in front of us. It's got to get approved. Well, it didn't get approved. They postponed it, I'm pretty sure if I recall correctly. Um, and hats off to Devin Keith, who uh, clearly was very worried about who would be targeted by this. And I don't blame him. You know, where do they put all of the um, um, the sobriety checks? North Huntsville. You you know, who are they going to actually be pulling over because they think they saw them or did see them on the phone, you know, on their phone? Uh, This is, you're just so, so okay, so David Little made this whole thing about, this is not really to be punishment, it's really about education, to get people aware of the problem. Well, so I'm like, why don't you have an education to, uh, um, a, a initiative? Like, go into all the schools and talk to them and show them pictures. Do what they did to us over drunk driving. Uh, go to offices. Uh, do uh, 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 public service announcements on WLRH. Tell us about it. Scare us. Make us quit doing it. Instead of more penalties where we have to interact more with the police. I think there maybe is a better way to do this, Mr. Little. Uh, uh, another item, let's see, on this, items for action, uh, just the surplus property thing, uh, no longer needed, and then the last one was an introduction of an ordinance to amend Huntsville's, uh, city code of ordinances, uh, blah, 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 entitled Weeds and Overgrown Grass. (laughs) So the minute that that was said, Jenny Robinson had the comment that uh, she wa- uh, what she wants to know is what they're changing so that it's easier to enforce the rules about your weeds and grass, you know? Well, that's not what it was at all. It had to do with, um, it wasn't about enforcement at all. It had to do with, uh, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. <coughs> it had to do something else, totally um, bureaucratic stuff. So I think she was very disappointed about that. Oh well. So then uh on to item twenty, which is the one where we'll only be discussing a few of these, but there are a myriad of these that will most of them will get un will go through undiscussed, and because I don't have time to go through this thing with a fine tooth comb, because I'm part of the working class. Um then <laughs> Then uh, you won't hear about it until it comes up, uh, you know, to be as a, a to be have action on it. Okay, so and these items, this is what this is called: B- new business items for consideration or action. Item 19 ones are for um, action, so you they're actionable. Either you approve them or you disapprove them, and they go away. Okay, these are either for consideration or action. Um, So a lot of times, if they aren't actionable here, they get bumped up at the next meeting or at some future meeting. They have the leeway to name any date at a meeting in the future. Um, And and a lot of times it's like a month away, you know, uh, for, for, um, for action. But anyway, so... You know, a lot of the usual stuff, travel expenses, donations, uh, low bidders, that kind of stuff. The first one that they actually held for discussion um, was a resolution to amend the guidelines for city council improvement fund allocations. And this came from uh, Jenny Robinson on behalf of the finance department. Uh, Apparently, they're having a hard time doing, first of all, um, these expenditures apparently require extra signatures on them. Um so the finance uh committee wants them there to be fewer of them so they want the the dollar amount to be higher. Um and uh the other thing is they want since this money is coming from uh the capital returns turns on a capital fund uh, there was a, an impression that these had to be spent on capital improvements. Uh you know whereas things like and I've talked about this before um, money has been sent to a school for the wrestling team you know that kind of stuff it's not exactly a capital improvement um so there was some discussion about that and i think um they definitely decided they would change the rates but they didn't make them uh, the uh, least m- amounts they didn't make them as high as was originally requested and that they weren't going to restrict them to um capital improvement type stuff um and and i think maybe during the budget they're going to talk about making the money come from the general fund instead of these this um old capital fund um that they were getting this some sort of a windfall from okay uh let's see what was that one council improvement funds on here appropriation uh for district 1 but it, it it just says approving the appropriation for the council improvement funds doesn't say what he's using it for. Item F was held. This is a resolution authorizing the mayor to enter into a development agreement between the city of Huntsville and Parkway Vesta LLC for Stadium Commons mixed-use development adjacent to Joe Davis. Um, and... Oh, what he One thing that drove me crazy is they put a picture up there and it wasn't oriented north-south, so it was really hard at first to figure out where they're talking about. And it's next to John Hunt. We've talked about that before. Where the uh, um, movie theaters used to be. You Remember those guys? Um, and the, it's a C4-like... Uh, um, the cat is meowing. Do you hear that? Welcome to my home. Um... See, (laughs) I think he's looking out the window at another cat. And so he has to say something, you know. Um, Anyway, (laughs) Uh, this was an interesting uh, proposal um, with businesses and maybe some uh, apartment dwellings being built there. And um, also a lot of discussion about how uh, the city was going to rent a parking uh, garage, multi-level parking garage. Um, you guys stop it. Be good. Talking to the cats. Um, uh, rent a parking garage, uh, in order f- to have access to that, uh, which is right next to Joe Davis stadium. So for, you know, a, for certain events, maybe more parking is necessary. Um, uh, um, I, and you know what, it sounds kind of like a good idea, especially it, it is the fourth phase of it that they would actually build some, um, maybe some, um, dwellings, some multifamily dwellings on that piece of property, you know, where the century office, um, buildings are. That's included in that property. So some of it was about up updating that, or maybe rebuilding some of those guys that in that area there. Um, um, mixed use development, and you know, there's a lot of talk about oh, tax income and so on and so forth. Um, but what I do want to say is that in all the pictures and all the plans, Nary a solar panel on the top of no parking structure or nothing still no forward looking as far as energy efficiency or um alternative energy or getting off of coal and the power plant tva power plants or nothing okay so so much for a city of the future you know rocket city usa um Uh, item Q was the next item, and it was about the... They just wanted to talk about this, uh, uh, roller skating rink that they're doing down at John Hunt Park, because they wanted to, you know, look good, okay? That's what that was about. Um, it's kind of a hard meeting for me to get through, by the way, because all of this no forward-looking stuff, it kind of is really a drag for me. Um, item A... E was the next one. So you see they had more than 26 items because they had to start doubling up on the letters. A resolution authorizing the mayor to intern an agreement between the city of Huntsville and Blue Cross and Blue Sheet of Alabama for third-party administrative services on the city's group health plan. Well, so something, the city's group health plan, which ought to be a public service, is being farmed out to a private insurance industry, geez, they don't need our business and our money. Um, They already get way too much of our money. Um, So I can't say that I'm on, uh, uh, you know, on the surface in favor of that. You know, why don't we just hire public employees and pay them well to do this work? It's nuts. Okay, anyway, upwards and onwards. We got things like um, parking and public transit, and the Board of Trustees and Huntsville uh, University of Hun- Alabama in Huntsville, para- tran- paratransit transit vehicles. Um, something uh, privatizing something here about excess workers' compensation insurance um you give it anyway i don't know what he's meowing about he's just being silly um so yeah you hear him can you guys hear him I. he's just got a wild hair or several of them he is a cat after all uh let's see what else da 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 City and a historical commission for place economics workshop and training stuff. I'm just kind of picking a few at random that they did not discuss. And here's these lovely letter of credits that they do. And then we come to item A T, which is the last item in um, in 20. Um, this was a resolution authorizing the mayor to submit a grant application on behalf of the city of Huntsville for the Pedestrian Access Redevelopment Corridor, Park, Multimodal Corridor Systems Bridges Construction. Um, And there's a little bit of back and forth about this. uh, 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 Because I think, you know, well, anyway, it's just about, uh, submitting a grant application to do this. Okay. But you know, uh, there was a little bit back and forth about it. Um, I do believe that it was Shane Davis who stood up and talked about it. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, somebody made a comment about how that area down there near Low Mill, you know, used to be a really seedy area and, you know, not a very, you know, high class area. And, um, and I will give it to Shane. At least he said, look, this is a mixed development. This is what we're doing here. So, you know, that means the mixed income type stuff. There'll be density and also single family dwellings together. Um, this is community building stuff, by the way. And I've talked about that before, too. Um, uh, so I, but in anyway, it got um, approved. Approved. Uh, and and we went, went on to item 21, which there's not a whole lot of items here. These are only new business items for introduction. And here in two of these was, um, one of them was the introduction of the budget, which they haven't even finished yet, but they had to introduce it so that they could act on it at the next, next city council meeting. So by the time the next city council meeting happens, I reckon they'll have a budget, um, and maybe they had to have a draft budget to even put in here. <laughs> but I know that it's not complete, even though this says it was complete. It's not, but they're working on it. Um, and uh, then there were the, the COLA increases and the merit increases uh, that t- Tommy Battle said, you know, you'll always have issues with how you pay people, but you're only as good as your management. Um, those were are in here for Introduction. As Devin Keith pointed out very clearly during his comments, which means maybe he's going to look into it and they'll be changed or taken out by the time that uh, the next city council meeting happens. Um, Restated franchise, New Hope Telephone Cooperative, enter into an an execute said franchise agreement, telephone stuff. Um, Also, let's see. A couple of annexing, here they are annexing about 13 acres and about uh, three and a half acres into the city. We're just constant. I wonder if you can unincorporate a piece of land. Could you see a time in the future when they started unannexing all of this land? That's just, I wonder if there's even a mechanism for doing that. Or once you're in the city, you're now that piece of property is the city's responsibility forever, for the infrastructure that serves that property, and we have concerns about infrastructure. Right? We build that we uh, we do these tiffs to um, to build new infrastructure in new regions and and bank that we're going to make the money back on the tax revenue from exactly from only those regions. That's the only thing way you can write these things. Uh, That just makes the money back to build the new infrastructure. How are we keeping our old infrastructure operating? Probably uh, on a a prayer, you know. Anyway, the very last item here um, that they read in, just read it into the record. This is just for introduction. There's no um, discussion or... um, or um, voting on it or anything like that is the introduction of an ordinance authorizing the mayor to establish the Huntsville Sustainability Commission. Um, so it, yeah, that is something that um, environmentalists here have been working on uh, at least in still in, in since 2019. So here it is this is also the one thing that the mayor promised that he would do when he released the new sustainability report back in the spring. Um, and here it is, it's finally shown up. Uh, if you want to pull up the um, the uh, agenda, you can follow it to this item in the archives of the agenda, because be, this is already old enough to have been moved into the archives. Um, And you can look at this proposed, the structure of this proposed sustainability commission. I saw an early copy. I don't, I don't know if it's been changed or not, but if I recall correctly, there's going to be like 11 people, six of whom, six. So the majority of the people will be named by the mayor, period. Anybody he wants, the mayor names those six people on the Sustainability Commission, and then each uh, city councilor, I think, will get one person that they get to name, so that's six for the mayor, five for city council, and not just five for city council, but they're not coming from, you know, uh, (laughs) our city councilors are not all on the same page, so we're not getting a block of votes from city council, you know, they're all going to I don't know, the public's position, I think, is maybe a little bit weak on this uh, sustainability commission. But we are pushing for it to go through because at least it's something. Um, It's like any other commission, though. It is um, volunteer. The people on the commission will not get paid. So that generally means that they're already well off um, a lot of the times. Um so that that, so that they, you know, can afford to do things like this. Um, so that automatically means that I don't feel like they're representing us, the working class, you know? Um, but I don't, you know, we'll just have to see. It's only got introduced. We'll see where it goes, um, at the next, uh, commission meeting on the 28th. And, uh, second roster public comments, um, (laughs) Our good friend Andre stood up, and then he didn't get through his whole presentation because what he had on his phone, that he was reading, his phone died. So um, I, I think he was talking about the water um, height, height, rate hike, but uh, it just lost coherence pretty much because uh, we didn't get very much of his uh, talk. And then somebody named David Mullins got up and... What was he talking about? I don't even know because I just cracked up because he used the word happenstance and it did not mean, I think, what he thought it meant. So that was just funny to me. And and then they adjourned. So now, you've heard enough from me for tonight. I think maybe I'm um, done and I maybe won't even look up a poem to uh, punish you with. (laughs) Um, But hopefully I will have... Uh, A new episode with some interesting, uh, I got several people that I want to interview coming up. So please stay tuned. If you have a chance, you know, click on a few stars for us, preferably favorable reviews only. Thank you very much. Um, Tell your friends about us um, and, um, you know, keep having those conversations about these important issues and how they affect us locally. All politics is local, they say, and they also say everything is politics. And if you aren't treating everything like politics, then you're part of the problem. Um, And maybe that's a paraphrase on my part, but it's close. Um, So thank you for listening, you guys, and I will talk to you soon. Um, Take care. Stay safe.